Is your business protected against the threat of malicious litigation and frivolous lawsuits? Are you sinking company profits into marketing campaigns that do nothing to contribute to the growth of your business? Bottled Business Sense provides practical business perspectives that uniquely emphasize both legal and media marketing strategies to protect and ensure the longevity of your business. Now, whether you're trying to provide a startup business with some level of stability or an established business with foolproof asset and estate protection, or simply attempting to get a better return for your business marketing dollars, Bill Bernard and Rick Muscoso will expose potential pitfalls to ensure the security and growth of your business, free from unwanted expense and the threat of litigation. You'll learn how to implement marketing and protection tools equal to those used by today's most successful corporations. Let's join Bill and Rick for today's Bottled Business Sense Show. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, and welcome back to the Bottled Business Sense Show. I'm Rick Moscoso. You can always, uh, as always, you can always follow uh, our episodes on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, now you can follow us on the go via uh, iTunes. So uh, go to iTunes. Uh, I will provide the link in the in the uh, comments below, but you can go to iTunes, listen to us uh, at any time you want. Uh, Please uh, subscribe to our channel, like us, review us, and um, you know share us with a friend. So, with that, um, I am going to bring on our co-host today, Bill uh, Bernard. He is going to speak on a topic centered around payroll taxes. But before that, let's welcome Bill to the Good. episode. How are you, everybody? Good morning. I always feel like the mystery guest on What's My Line. You remember that <laughs> show where I sign in and I come on. I mean, we don't try to do that on purpose. This is just, uh, you know, Rick uh, uh, is very proficient in introductions, and and uh, I would have no problem coming on together at the same time. So there's no hidden agenda here to make me out to be some sort of a uh, prophet. So uh, so anyway, it was. Uh, I just felt I had to say that because every day I just appear on the screen after Rick gives his uh, spiel. Uh, you know what I want to talk to you about today. I want to I want to uh, give a little disclaimer. Um, what we're going to talk about today is something that you need to be aware of from an employment perspective as a business owner. Um, I'm not going to delve so much into the substance of taxes, uh, how much needs to be removed from a, uh, you know, from a paycheck, uh, that sort of thing except in terms of general percentages. Uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics of taxation in and of itself. Uh, what I mean by that is you need to see an accountant for that. I can't emphasize that enough, an accountant or a tax attorney. My job is here to tell you about, make you aware of these things. So as you're in the employment sphere, or sphere, I should say, you are able to function with this awareness uh, and and make sure you don't get penalized as an employer and, and don't get ripped off, uh, for lack of a better term, as an employee. So we're going to just talk generally about these things. And then for any follow-up application of, of these principles, more specifically as it applies to your business, then you should see your own accountant and you should have an accountant that you use all the time for your business anyway. So this program now today will assume that you have some sort of business and it may even be just a sole proprietorship. 
but a sole proprietorship, an LLC, a C corporation, or an S corporation. Okay. Um, so bottom line is you're responsible for collecting and paying employment taxes to both the federal and, and state tax agencies, to both federal and state government as an employer. Uh, while federal payroll taxes are the same no matter where your business is located in the country, state employment taxes, of course, differ according to the income tax rates in your particular state. So let's first talk about what do you do first? You have a business and uh, now you have some employees. What do you do? You obtain an EIN number. The first step for most businesses is to register an employer identification number, hence EIN. Um, it's a factual, uh, if, excuse me, a federal tax ID, and it's optional for your business if you're a sole proprietorship. Why? Because typically your business will be identified by your own personal social security number in a sole proprietorship. Um, you can apply for the EIN online through the IRS website. And uh, you can use the number throughout your business's life as long as it exists on the various company documents, service agreements, bank accounts, those sorts of things. Here's another example of where more particularly you will understand better where to use this number when you speak to your accountant. Uh, very simply, an EIN number is the way, in, uh, the, way the IRS tracks uh, business transactions and, of course, tax records. Sole proprietorships and single-member LLCs uh, with no employees, sole proprietorships and single-member LLCs with no employees can conduct business under their owner's Social Security number since they, are, since they pay their business taxes on their personal returns. But that doesn't mean in, in your specific situation you shouldn't verify that uh, with your own accountant, because I don't know where you live in the country, and uh, there may be particular uh, statutes or regulations that apply to you. So always check with your, your tax accountant. This is general information that you need to be aware of, again, so you don't uh, get behind the eight ball with the federal or state government. So during the application process for the EIN number, you'll need to provide your business's legal uh, business name, location, uh, and address, as well as your name. And you must provide a general statement about the business's activities and the business's structure, location, and number of employees. Make sure you follow these rules when you get online and you apply for this EIN number. It kind of guides you along, so don't be... Uh, uptight about having to memorize this stuff. When you get on the IRS website and you start doing this stuff, you're going to see uh, uh, typically what you need to fill in and what you don't. Now that we've got the EIN number, let's talk, let's break this down and talk about federal payroll taxes, federal payroll taxes. You must verify that each new employee that you hire is legally eligible to do work in the United States by completing the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services form, more, uh, more uh, well known as the I-9 form. Um, you need to have that fill out. Sole proprietors do not need to fill out an I-9 on themselves, but must do so for every employee they hire, uh, in addition for any employee that are uh, that are hired by way of an LLC, an S-Corp, or a C-Corp. 
It is important to note a person may have a valid social security number. This is real important. It is a person may have a valid social security number, but not be authorized to work in the United States. So you must use E-Verify to confirm employment eligibility, and then you have them fill out the I-9. Okay, so that's real important because you can get a social security number coming to this country and not necessarily be eligible to work. Once you verify eligibility, have the employee fill out the IRS W-4 form. There you will be able to understand how much income tax is to be withheld uh, from the paycheck. Uh, and when we talk about uh, taxes to be withheld, we must understand that we're talking about federal insurance corporation, excuse me, federal insurance contributions, which is typically known as FICA, F-I-C-A. Uh, that includes income tax, Social Security tax, Medicare tax, and FUTA, F-U-T-A, which is the federal unemployment tax that goes to support unemployment. So generally speaking, and I'll just roughly go through this uh, because it's not that important for this program, but rather more important when you talk to your tax accountant. Generally speaking, uh, the 2020 employer and employee tax rate for Social Security is 6.2%, Medicare tax 1.45%, and then you must withhold an extra 0.9% of Medicare tax when an employee's wages exceed $200,000 or where they exceed $250,000 for married couples filing jointly. Again, this is really for your tax person. This is the person who's the expert on this info. I'm not trying to, to pose as a tax specialist. I want you to be aware of federal taxes that need to be withheld. If you own a business, I want you to understand generally what those categories of taxes are. And then you can go to your accountant and get into the specifics. Um, remember that employers are requ required to deposit FICA payroll taxes either monthly or semi-monthly and the FUTA taxes, the F-U-T-A taxes I mentioned earlier, are paid quarterly. Again, set that up through your accountant. Finally, the IRS requires businesses to use electronic funds transfers to make all federal tax deposits. So any tax deposits that you're using have to be done by way of the electronic funds transfer uh, by way of the IRS requirements. Again, you can check with your tax accountant regarding that, or you could go to the IRS website. So these are generally some things I want you to understand about federal payroll taxes. Okay, again, FICA contributions include Social Security tax, Medicare tax, and the federal unemployment tax or FUTA. And then there is, of course, uh, the uh, um, FICA and FUTA taxes that have to be set up by way of your visit with your particular accountant. So you know, uh, pursuant to the type of business you have, uh, what, uh, what has to be withdrawn. If there's any questions about the type of business you have or how it's structured, uh, the accountant should get in touch with your attorney because that attorney would know the specifics of how he or she set that up for you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about state payroll taxes. State payroll taxes, there are currently seven states with no state income tax. Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. New Hampshire and Tennessee do not tax wages, but they do tax investment income and interest income. Okay? 
So again, I'm giving you this as a generality. Uh, check with your tax specialist. Um, in states with state income tax, like California, for example, uh, the amount withheld is based on the employee's W-4 that we spoke briefly about a few minutes ago. Some states also require employees to pay a state unemployment tax or SUTA, S-U-T-A, which is similar to the federal tax, FUTA. Um, you need to, uh, to make sure you understand that by way of your accountant uh, and uh, what the, that particular state requires. Out-of-state payroll taxes. I wanted to get into this a little bit because I don't want employers to suffer any penalties by not understanding this. Employees living in different states, you have to withhold and deposit federal taxes and withhold state income taxes that we've just been speaking about in the state where the employee lives, not the state where the business resides. So if you've got employees in other states, make sure your accountant's on board and understands the federal and state withholding requirements for that state where that employee lives. And if you have multiple employees in multiple states, well, then you've got uh, a little bit of a job ahead of you. Employing workers in other states requires your business to register with that state's tax agency and acquire a state income tax withholding number, get an unemployment insurance number, and withhold income tax accordingly. So you must get those numbers. You must also register with the state's Department of Labor and follow all of the state's laws for employees, including minimum wage, labor regulations, state disability insurance, and workers' compensation rules and law. All of those things need to be followed pursuant to the state law uh, where the employee resides. And so you know have you have various laws hanging on your bulletin board where your employees congregate in your business, you have to have those same requirements uh, for your employee in another state, but you have to have those requirements geared toward that particular state's law, the state where the employee resides. So let's talk a little bit about penalties. Um, the IRS can choose to see your failure to pay taxes that we've just been discussing as tax evasion, and you could face criminal penalties. Um, for deposits made up to 10 days late, the penalty is anywhere between 2 to 15% of the entire deposit that you are due to deposit on behalf of your employees. So these penalties can get severe, and depending on how chronic it gets, uh, you could face criminal penalties, as I said. Now, what are some of the tips for avoiding or controlling? That's probably a better word. How do we control the payment of these payroll taxes or the deposit of these payroll taxes? We can be aware of certain things that will help us in that regard. Um, but you need to know specifically through your attorney how to distinguish, for example, an employee from an independent contractor. And we have a whole show on that. So I'll refer you to that show. If you hire in independent contractors and that person is truly an independent contractor, you don't have to pay or match any payroll taxes. Because remember, payroll taxes is paid half by the employer, half by the employee pursuant to the W-4 they fill out. But if you hire an independent contractor, that independent contractor is responsible for his or her own payment of state and federal taxes. You can elect S-corporation status. S-corporation owners are also considered employees, so their taxable salaries can be lowered and there are fewer payroll taxes that should be paid. In other words, you 
not your other employees, but you as an S corporation employee and owner, you are in the dual role of owner and employee can decide how much salary you're going to withdraw. And obviously the less salary you withdraw, the less these taxes infringe upon what needs to be withdrawn and deposited to the federal and state governments or agencies. And let's finally talk about the CARES Act, the Payroll Deferment Act, uh, part of CARES Act. Employers are temporarily eligible for delayed payroll tax payments. These payments we've just been talking about. You can defer the company's portion of Social Security tax on employees' wages during the period from March 27th through December 31st, 2020. Half of the deferred amount must be paid by December 31st, 2021, and the other half paid by December 31st, 2022. That's pretty straightforward. Employee retention tax credit, If you again, pursuant to the CARES Act, if you have fully or partially suspended your business operations during any quarter of 2020 due to COVID-19, then you are eligible to complain, excuse me, not complain, I guess you can complain too, but you're eligible to claim an employee retention tax credit. Uh, remember that a company is not eligible for an employee retention tax credit if it received PPP funding, that is funding uh, that would help the business uh, during these, uh, these uh, unfortunate times. So again, I would talk to your tax accountant about these types of uh, opportunities. I would caution you to get that the credit, the retention tax credit, <clears throat> excuse me, that we've been talking about is equal to 50% of employee wages, again, between March 12, 2020 and January 1st. 2021. Self-employed individuals are not uh, uh, eligible for this uh, particular employee retention tax credit. So again, awareness, that's what this show is about. I've listed these things you need to be aware of as a business owner. Uh, most of it has to do with your tax accountant. The awareness is something I want you to be aware of as a business owner any business questions about the structure of your company that can then be given to your tax accountant for purposes of calculating these uh, taxes, that structure, those structure questions can be uh, geared toward your attorney. But once that's determined, that input from the attorney goes to the accountant. The accountant then uh, does this, pays these, uh, helps you with these taxes. If you have a, a QuickBooks program or you know how to do this on your own, well, then, then you're ahead of the game. But at the end of the year, you're going to file your tax return, and hopefully you're using an accountant for that. I would kind of rely on that accountant uh, to do this uh, during the year and to also make, your, your, to make sure your deposits to both uh, the state and the federal government are timely. Okay, so I hope that kind of points out some, some issues that, uh, that you need to be aware of. And um, remember, uh, Rick and uh, everybody watching out there, that, uh, that, that it's important. Awareness is, is the name of the game because if you're not aware of things uh, that's required in your business, well, then, of course, um, you're not going to be able to take care of things and you're going to get hit with penalties from state and federal governments uh, um, oftentimes. So having said that, um, we have some well-wishers who are wishing us Christmas and a happy holiday season. We wish you all a happy holiday season as well. Remember that we are now on iTunes. We're very proud of that. 
Um, Rick can tell you what you need to do if you want to help us get in the top. I don't know what it, Rick will explain it, top 10 or top 20. <laughs> uh, there are certain things that you can do. So we will always be on iTunes. But in order to yeah. get us in the, in the main advertising frame mm-hmm. of iTunes, there are certain things you need to do. And I'll let Rick explain that to you. And I appreciate you you holding on for that in that regard. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. Well, we have an opportunity since we are a new um, iTunes podcast to be published in the, in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. And that's usually um, uh, reserved for new podcasts that have gone through a, a couple of qualification steps. And that is, please go to our channel, uh, subscribe to our channel on iTunes, as well as rate and review us. And if you can do those three steps and also download at least one episode, then uh, we have a number of, 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 of uh, gates, so to speak, that we have to hit. We have to have at least 30 reviews, um, 30 uh, uh, five-star reviews, and, and X amount of downloads. If you could do that uh, here as we come into the holidays, um, that'll give us an opportunity to be a little bit more visible a lot more visible on iTunes and uh, we would greatly appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, you know, no, we, with we, that, we really would. I, and uh, you know, and look, uh, I'll, I always try to be candid with you guys. Go listen to a few episodes. If you haven't already tell your friends about it and say, you know, why don't you help these guys out? Go, but go listen to some episodes first before you rate us, because you know uh, it's You know, if somebody comes in there and gives us a five-star rating, yeah, that's great. Excuse me, but I would prefer that somebody actually listen to the episodes and decide for themselves what they what you think we deserve. Um, um, because the iTunes, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Rick, the iTunes just simply require a rating, right? They don't require uh, necessarily a particular uh, two star, three star, four star, five star, right? Uh, no, but we always would prefer a five star sure. well, over a one or a two. No, I, I understand that, but I want to be candid with our viewers that, um, you know, you rate us the way you think uh, you, we, what we deserve. Um, yeah. Obviously, you already know what we would prefer, but, but you're doing the rating, not us. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I almost forgot because I know some people out there also listen to podcasts on Spotify. We are also uh, dis- uh, distributed on Spotify as well. So you can find the Bottle Business Sense show on iTunes as well as Spotify. Well, fantastic. I have a, there's a question here that's asking if um, if if a, a lawyer such as myself is retained and placed on retainer, uh, do you need to file an employer tax return on that individual? No, you need to file a tax return only on you and your business. Those are two separate returns unless you're uh, a sole practitioner. So you don't have to um, uh, you don't have to. Um, uh, file anything with regard to me. You need to talk to your tax accountant in terms of what you need to provide to me and what I need to provide to you at the end of the year. But that has to do with what goes on your return. You don't file a return for me. Anyway, we're going to take off now. And I appreciate the well wishes uh, from one of our viewers who's saying that he's uh, loves the education that he gets and learns a lot. I appreciate that again very much. That's what we try to do here, give free information. Uh, and then you're supposed to take that general information and adapt it to your particular issue when you go to see your attorney, because we're not your attorney. We can't give you specific legal advice because we don't know the facts and circumstances surrounding whatever issue you might be involved with. 
Okay, we're going to take off. We're going to not have a show during December. Rick and I are going to uh, celebrate the holidays within the four corners of our own homes and uh, be with our family. So uh, bear with us. We'll be back in uh, January 2021, and we'll let you know what dates those are in short order. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird to say 2021? 2021, man. Uh, <laughs> it's going by, and we're getting older, Rick. Well, I'm you're getting older. I'm getting. Well, I'm no, older. you're just looking older. I'm just looking. <laughs> yeah. What a partner, huh? <laughs> okay, guys, we want to wish you a happy holiday season. We want to make sure you stay safe and healthy. Don't go out if you don't need to. Wear your mask, social distance, and don't listen to those bumbling numbskulls who tell you that there is no such thing as a virus. Okay. So with that, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, and uh, we'll see you next year. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you next year. Take care, everybody.